gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the author, the novelist, uh, Renaissance woman. Uh, Melissa Itell Joran, of course, radio show host, podcast host, and uh, she uh, owns uh, Melissa Vision, and that's a work in progress, but uh, you can see the documentaries there. If you're a TV watcher and you go to Roku, which I recommend everybody get Roku, it's just, it's absolutely great, and if uh, if you go there, um, uh, you go to Melissa Vision uh, on, on Roku TV or on Amazon Fire and uh, Frank McKay here. Uh, much more importantly, uh, you can go to MelissaIteldJoran.com. That's another great place to check out the two documentaries on Melissa. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, good, but I feel like I've been in a cocoon um, for the last uh, few days. I've been just traveling, and I haven't been listening to the, the horrible news. Um, I, I know you've kind of followed it. A bit about the uh, about the submersive um, uh, Titan, right? Uh, is is that what it was? They were exploring the uh, the remains or the wreck, or they were attempting to explore the wreck of the of the Titanic, and and of course tragedy happened, and it, it's just it's terrible. A lot of uh, very wealthy people, very connected people, or people that are high up in the explorer community, perished, and uh, from what I understand, as a 19 year old. Um, boy, you know, young man, um, that was the son of a, a billionaire that uh, that perished along with that. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Well, it's been captivating uh, headlines since um, it was reported missing. I think it got the story got a lot of traction as as the details came in. I had never heard of the Titan, the Titan rather um, submersible. I, I I I know that there are deep sea dives to the Titanic. I I don't follow this. Um, but those within, you know, in the know, in the explorers community, people who are members of the explorers club with, that are, have, you know, the New York City is is where it's based, and um, and of course, you know, the, the 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 rich who have the disposable funds in which to pursue these activities, you know, not only to, to dive in 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 uh, you know to the to, to see the Titanic, which is way at the bottom of the ocean, or did even dive in the murky waters elsewhere, and um, have climbed to you know the the, the heights of, of 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 mountains, have have uh, gone to the Arctic, have, have traveled to Antarctica. I mean, those people are you know real bona fide daredevil explorers, and and for them, it, it, it's the thrill of life is, is, is it goes beyond the risks, and because they have the money that affords them. The opportunity to pursue these these uh, you know these endeavors without worrying about uh, you know the price tag, and um, one of the um, I guess one of the hot ticket items was an, uh, was a, a ticket was a, a seat on this um, Titan submersible the submersible which is a little tiny rinky dink I'm calling it I'm borrowing from uh, from a, an expression from um, uh, from one of the one of the um, syndicated radio hosts. Um, it's a little. Um, I call it a a a, a, a hand a, a homemade. <laughs> it's not homemade, but it looks like it. I wouldn't step in there if you 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 you, you paid me a million dollars to go in. Um, it's 
bolted from the outside, and it's the size of a minivan. And this this device was supposed to take these people who paid two hundred fifty thousand apiece to the bottom of the sea for a guided tour of the of whatever is left of the Titanic, the rotting, the disintegrating Titanic, which which scientists believe will be completely gone within a few decades due to the acidifying chemicals of the of the ocean. Yeah, you know I'm. I'm have that kind of spirit where I want to see things or whatever. I don't know that I would have. And and by the way, I don't have the money that these guys have. But I, you know, I've been to the Arctic Circle and I've been right, uh, right. African safaris and uh, you know with one other guy and uh, I tried to get to Antarctica twice and and I got stopped. Uh, but the the one thing I gotta say is I would never take my child on something like this. And again, I don't. I, I know that family's going through a terrible tragedy but the one thing is no matter what i'm not i'm not taking that kind of chance with with my child and i travel with my kids but it's a much different uh set of rules that i put myself at risk or i would put my wife or children at and um and i just you know and again i hate to second guess at a moment like this but i you know first do no harm and and especially first do no harm to you to your children on uh, on these kind of uh, escapades and and again these are luxuries that that I take you know these risks and and these other people but I, I've never gone into anything like that Frank McKay here urging everyone to go to melissaitelljuren.com no risk there go there and check out the documentaries but Melissa this is um, th- this is very very uh, disturbing I, you said the size of a minivan what what's the size of the minivan the the sub itself Yes, this little submersible, uh, submersible, yes, and it's made of, of titanium. And I, I'm not familiar with the engineering, but its components. But it's come under some criticism because uh, it, ha- it, 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 it may not be the best, uh, the best material to, to withstand the, the forces, the pressure of, of, of the as you go through the, uh, down. You know, you submerge throughout uh, the, the Atlantic, and, and the, the depths and uh, bring a lot of pressure, which you know can be. Um, can be problematic. Let's put it this way. And, and I'm not. De- I'm not demeaning anyone who has this wanderlust. I would have loved to. You know, I'd, I'd love to go to. You know, take a take a, a, a go all over the world. I, I've traveled, but um, I haven't seen everything in the world. I, I haven't been to you know the four corners of the world, and I haven't gone to the to Antarctica. I, um, I, I, and I haven't seen Mount Everest, and I haven't, and I'm, I'm not going to climb the Himalayas. There are, you know, there are people who who are adventurous, and that's wonderful. I'd love to go. And if I if I could pay for that, maybe I could swing it someday. I'd love to go to the moon when they have the when, when yeah. Elon Musk has the the moon. <laughs> uh, he, he starts selling. I, I don't know if he's selling commuter tickets yet, but I hear that. I don't know if it's NASA or someone else wants to build a moon resort. In a cup for a couple of in a couple of years, I would love to go to that and see what that's like to hang out there, yeah. vacation there. I could top everyone. Oh, you're going to Europe? You're going here? Well, guess where I'm going? <laughs> I'm going to the moon, and I'm flying on SpaceX, and I'm going to get a picture with Elon Musk. So there, take your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah, it's you know it's great, and I'm not sure um, that that Jack. I don't want to call Jackie Gleason a pioneer in that, but he was always. 
Uh, he was always asking Alice <laughs> if she wanted to go to the moon. And, uh, right. yeah, I don't know that. I, by the way, I don't know that that would be politically correct now uh, because he was going to basically punch her to, to send her to the moon, right? You know, yes. I, I don't know that, that even joking about punching a woman is is accept, <laughs> acceptable yeah, now. No, no, it's not politically correct. No, no. No, but I, but I know. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I spoke to somebody, you know, not too long ago about, ago about not going to the moon, but going into outer space. And uh, he's he's a well-known guy, uh, William Shatner. And I had him on the show. And, and he said it was it was so depressing when he saw that that was his reaction, that he was depressed by um, by that. And, uh, and and I was like, why depressed? And, and it's because he saw this layer of... Um, you know, you could see the, uh, you know, the holes and what, I don't know about the holes in the ozone or whatever it was, but you could see uh, pollution or you could see whatever. And, and he realized how much damage we were doing. And by the way, he's a big global warming um, advocate and, and climate change advocate or whatever. But, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's amazing that like you could have that experience and be depressed uh, from it. But I would love that experience. I don't know about the Titanic, though. Would you care, give a damn about seeing the remains of the Titanic? Uh, the moon, yes. Uh, the, uh, you know, the outer moon, space, yeah, yes. Yeah. Antarctica, yeah. yes. I was, I was ready to go yeah. twice. But uh, would, you, would you care about the Titanic? I don't know. Not if I have to go under those conditions, and the, you know, and, and that kind of a thing. First of all, I'm, I'm very claustrophobic, so I don't think I would last a minute. And second, you know, it, I would still it would weigh on my mind. What if something goes wrong? The lights go out. We're stuck. I, I I'm not a calm person. I would <laughs> I'd have the biggest panic attack. I I, I it, that's, I'm I'm not for that. I'm not cut out for that. Apparently, uh, the billionaire, the British billionaire, uh, the Pakistani gentleman who was also a head of a company and also uh, brought his 19-year-old son with him and was on the on King Charles's um, one of King uh, the board of one of King Charles's charities. I think it was the British Asian fund. He was a, he was a, a, a well known there. Um, these people had adventurous spirits. Of course, they had the disposable income. But I, I wondered, you know, and this is the interesting thing about it. They had a sign. Um, a, they had to sign sign um, a, a release form, and and there were several pages. But every few paragraphs, three times on one page was mentioned mentioned the risk of death, 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 <laughs> among other things, asphyxiation, um, death, death, death. Now. If I saw that, I'd say, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. First of all, you're going to lock me in this thing. There's a little tiny toilet in the back. Um, we're locked. We're bolted. So even if we're, somebody gets us up, we, they can't get us out that fast. We only have all oxygen for four days, and um, i got to remain calm, and, I can't, I, I, and, and only one person at a time can stretch his legs because it's the size of, I guess, what one of these, you know, the, the Odyssey minivan or something. Wow. <laughs> Not even, um, and then you're telling me on top of that, I, I, uh, death is a real possibility. But you know what? Yeah, you, well, you live only once anyway. Might as well enjoy it, right? Go out seeing the Titanic up front and personal. Sign on the bottom line, please. No refunds. <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's no way I'm doing it. You know. And no. by the way, I'm I'm claustrophobic too. Uh, like even yeah. in a, a closed MRI. Um, yes, I, I do not like are. that at all. I'm I, no, I, I have a real problem. Do I. Do you oh know? yeah, most people hate it. They can't do it. They take Valium before they go in that. 
Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea. Uh, you know, maybe if I have to do that again. I don't know why there's such a thing as a closed MRI anymore. I don't, no. I don't think they need to do that anymore. But uh, Frank McKay here, uh, Melissa, I tell Juran.com is a great starting point. Uh, all things Melissa and, uh, and binge listen to everything that we've been doing here and watch uh, the visuals. And uh, she's, she's terrific. Uh, but Melissa, get, getting back to uh, the claustrophobia aspect, I, I mean, a minivan, I, I got to, you know, like at, at the right time, I'll Google uh, Odyssey minivan. But tw- you had 21 people in there. Was that 21 people? No, no, no. 21 no 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 you only had five. Oh, five. okay i got you. yeah you had this in this on this particular voyage you had the ceo of the company um ocean gate uh who, who was a um you know he he's he's the one who built this he's the one he was the the uh the 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 air the, the one from um he had the the degree in aerospace engineering um, and he, uh, a very, a very charismatic, good-looking man, who's who was explaining on a on CBS, um, a CBS Sunday morning special. Well, look, you know, you know, the, the, this is how it's made, and, and going over the materials. And he showed his Game Boy or whatever it is, his his uh, Nintendo control yeah. um, control thing that the device that we see in our, you know, we use that for our personal entertainment on our computers or you know kids use that for the computer games that was that was the control set for his for the for the um the, this submersible and people were laughing they said that's your that's that's how you pilot it you you, you buy this thing and from game you know, from GameStop and you <laughs> or you order it or whatever and then you buy your parts in home depot and you build it <laughs> and then you, you have the nerve to, this is how he keeps it going he charges everybody two hundred fifty thousand dollars he gets the right people the right suckers to pay for this yeah i, I mean this sounds insane honestly this oh sounds God. this sounds ridiculous from from mm-hmm. the start you know one thing i i want to say and and um, when uh, I was supposed to go to Antarctica twice, and I'm not going to out my friend. He was in a very powerful position, and he denies, like, the, the voice that he was, uh, he was using. Um, he was like, he, he didn't remember it, but he was going through some scandals, and I had some controversy or whatever. But I was in Christchurch, New Zealand. And I was coming, I did a trip, and I, I wanted to get my seven continents in all 50 states. That was my goal for years. You know, so I got the 50 states by going to Hawaii and, and Alaska at the end. But on, on the way to Australia, on the mm-hmm. way to Australia, there's a stop in, in either Hawaii or Tahiti. So I took Hawaii, and, you know, I spent a couple of days in Hawaii, and I, I went to Australia. And then on the way back, there was an option for Christchurch, New Zealand to be to be a short stopover. And I did it. And the significance of of Christchurch, New Zealand is that they fly and when I say they, it's believe it or not, it's the New York Air Guard, or it used to be, the New York Air Guard flies supplies to the scientists on Antarctica once a month. So I volunteered mm-hmm. to unload the uh, God, I shouldn't even say this because they'll stop me again from from doing it. But they they uh, I volunteered volunteered. I'm not getting paid. I'm not get you know I'm not paying anything. Right. But I'm I'm volunteering to help unload the supplies. And they're like, yeah, whatever. So when I got to Christchurch, I bought four hundred and eighty dollars, I think, worth of of Arctic wear. Did I tell you this before? Arc- um, Maybe not. not right. Sure. So. Arctic wear, you know, that you had to wear because 
you know, you're going to Antarctica and it's very cold, obviously, and whatever. So I figured I'd see a couple of penguins, maybe a walrus. I don't know what else they have there, and then nothingness. And I just wanted to stay, you know, the shortest period of time. I don't want to do an expedition there. I don't want to go, you know, by boat. I don't. I don't have weeks to spend away from my family to to touch ground on Antarctica. And I got stopped at 4:50 uh, in the morning. Now it's different time here than it is. Um, Christchurch, New Zealand, but by a very a powerful politician who was like, are you out of your mind? Why uh, Why would you put me in this situation? If anything happens to you, um, uh, it, it's uh, I'm finished, and what would you be doing? I said, I'm volunteering. I, I, I'm not, you know, and, and I, was, I was like, this is ridiculous. And he was like, I'm dead. If, uh, if you die, I'm die, or if something happens to you, or if it gets out, and it's a scandal, and whatever. Now, he denies... And now, because he's a friend, he was like, I remember the conversation, and I remember thinking it was a bad idea, but I don't remember being that frantic about it. I said, just stop me. I said, and he was like, you want the 400? I said, no, 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 it's fine, but you just stop me. Now, the other time, and I bring this up because of this, you know, this is, I guess, risk-taking or, or whatever you want to call it, but not quite like what they did with the Titanic exploration. But I was supposed to go to Tierra del Fuego. You know what that is? That's the tip of South uh -huh. America. Oh, okay. And they fly, um, the Chilean Air Force flies something uh, over in Antarctica, and probably they have a station over there. So I was getting picked up in Buenos Aires, which is um, Argentina. So I was flying from New York to, uh, to Buenos Aires. And a captain from the Chilean Air Force was supposed to, mm -hmm. was supposed to pick me up there, and, then, uh, and he was going to fly me. And I was paying. I was bribing the guy. You know, I was paying. And this is at maybe 2009 or something like that. And he was going to uh, fly me, and then we were gonna, I was going to do basically the same thing. I was going to help with the supplies, and it was going to be a two-day thing, and then we were going to leave. We'd spend a night in, the, in uh, one, of the, uh, one of the huts there. It had heat. It had whatever. So I thought this was great, you know. I got a call, frantic calls, a bunch of frantic calls by, by some folks that were, that were setting it up here. And they said, do not. I, and I checked my messages, thank God, as soon as I got there. They said, do not go to that pickup point. The captain can't make it, and there's somebody there, and you might, uh, somebody is substituting for the captain, and you might be kidnapped. And I swear oh to God, God, that's what they said. You might, uh, and so I called back, and I said, and it's, it's uh, I don't know how many hours different, is it like five hours difference or something? So I called, and it was an unreasonable time, but I called, and um, and and I'm saying, uh, what do you mean I'm going to be kidnapped? And they said, just do not go anywhere near that pickup point. Just go. Just I said, go where? I'm I'm supposed to go to Ant. He said, well, you're not going to Antarctica now unless you can fix. But stay away from that area. Just go. It's it's bad. It's a bad situation. The captain we trusted, but this guy. And and I left thinking, you know what? Um, I, I've had people like substitute for me to pick somebody up who needed to pick up. And I never thought to myself, geez, I hope. Hope Bill doesn't kidnap the guy he's picking up. You know, I hope. Uh, you know, I, I hope. Uh, hope my friend's not going to kidnap the guy that I was. You know, what kind of ridiculous thing was that? So anyway, that was my two close possibilities to Antarctica. Wow. But it makes mm -hmm. makes the argument like this kind of thing makes the argument that you know, first of all, you don't bring your children, right? Uh, both both times. I mean, I you know, I bring, you know, if I would have brought my children, it it would have been terrible. Or my wife on some kind of 
you know, harebrained scheme of, of mine to go see Antarctica. I mean, let's face it, if anything happened to me, shame on me, and people would be talking about how stupid I am. But uh, if you think about it, the, the, uh, the wealthy uh, and the adventurers, and, and I'm not the wealthy, right, uh, but I'm, I'm, an, I'm a little bit of an adventurer at least, you know. Uh, Wonderful. That's wonderful to be, you know, to to, to to want to live life. I would love to, you know, as I said, I'd love to go to the moon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I. But think about this uh, for a second. It's you leave yourself uh, open to anything happening. And again, Melissa, I tell is, is a place to go. And um, uh, if, if she she would she would be a good you'd be a great candidate to come go to the moon, Melissa. Because if you did, uh, if you did, you'd come back, and I think you'd have a great take on what you saw. And uh, you know, you're somebody that would be. I would. I would love to do that. And in, in the future, if I live long enough, you're younger than me, so you can get away with it. No, um, I think you you could make it because you know, from what I'm reading, if you can wait a few years, twenty thirty. Oh, they should have the 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 moon hotels. I don't know what they're going to call them, but the, the moon resort. <laughs> <laughs> Anything they call, we'll we'll get it. We'll know what it means. But yeah, I, I, I mean, so that's that's the line, right? You you wouldn't sign all of this with the Titanic. You know what would be a a a, a deal killer for me too is maybe that one little bathroom. In, in there, I don't oh, know yeah. that I want to get that intimate with four <laughs> other people, you know, and uh, on their end, my end, you know. That... Oh, there's a curtain. There was a curtain there. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in a uh, you're in a holding cell. You lose all right to. What were these all men that were there? Well, this on this particular trip, it was all men. Yes, I mean there were prior trips where there were you know there was a you know, there was there was a, well, there were one or two women, um, not as many women as as there are men, but yeah, they had. Some, you know, but this year I think this was the. I, I don't know if they had other trips because of the bad weather in Newfoundland. Uh, so the, it affected the diving conditions, and 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 I think this was supposed to be the. You know, this was supposed to be the first one. What, what were the reports? I'm sure people are reporting back what it was like, what the experience. Are they saying it was the greatest experience of my life? Like the women that went there and the uh, the other people. Mm-hmm. Are they not saying anything? Are they mum on this whole thing? Um, they, well, they, when they did so, they posted on Instagram and, and they marveled at how fabulous it was and, and, and how uh, and, and how lucky they felt to be, been there. And they were heaping praise on on the uh, on, on the group, on, on the uh, company, on, on the, the, the the other crew. Because when you're when you're a passenger, you're considered part of the crew and you get a, a role to play. And they were just impressed with the the safety concerns. Although there have been people who've been saying things, who've been you know been interviewed on other news um, outlets and who, who've been there uh, there was a journalist from cbs who said um I, I think he made the trip um and he he was very wary of it uh, because he uh, and he and someone else said that they noticed um that they were bolted from the outside one of the bolts was not used it kind of made you wonder why why do you leave an empty space there and um you know, are you are you too cavalier? Is it meaning the company too cavalier about this? So um, now I don't know if this is in hi- you know in hindsight, or they're saying it because of what happened, 
or if they've been saying that all along. But um, an, in 2018, an employee of the company um, criticized, openly criticized um, the the safety standards. The uh, because they weren't following. They, the, the CEO who went down with the with the faded crew, um, he was saying that you know, if if he had to tie himself down to safety standard boards, to um, and any of that, uh, you know, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't licensed. It wasn't regulated. It was, this is not a regulated industry, and it was. It didn't. It didn't meet the standards of the National Safety Council, for example. He said if he could do that, he'd be stymied. He wouldn't have been able to make any, you know, innovations. So you wonder what steps. You know, what, what steps did he did he skip? And uh, you know, did he did he uh, cut some corners somewhere? Mm. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's amazing. You know, uh, success um, has uh, has a thousand fathers and uh, failures and often, right? So, like, now, like, everyone's going <laughs> to run away from the idea that any of these uh, any of these things were, were a good idea because it's such a, uh, um, it turned out to be such a tragedy here. Uh, but if you, um, uh, if you think about it, you go back to those Instagram posts, uh, you know, it looks like a great thing when... Um, uh, it, you know, on the surface, if you hear this and you hear only the successes, but this is, I'm sure this is this is a defunct idea now. Nobody's going to do this again, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. I, well, I think they're they're going to have to beach this thing. You know, yeah. I don't mean the funny pun and all, but they're going to have to put this on the back burner. I don't think they're going they're going to book trips right now. Um, I don't know. Are there going to be any lawsuits? Well, the fact that these People signed away their their rights to soup effectively by admitting, well, yeah, I know there's death involved. Yeah, death, 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 and death. Um, you know, okay, here, here's my signature. Great. And then they and then they see on top, no refunds. <laughs> um, I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm sure that's what it said. No refunds. Um, <laughs> I don't think that the families can sue on that basis. Maybe they can bring up the, the technological uh, safety issues, um, structural problems. Maybe they could look for that. But I, I, I just can't see people, you know, running to book for this. I think they're going to have to, you know. They've, they've got to take some time away and, and regroup. And, and uh, I, I mean, if, I'm sure there are people out there who said, yeah, I want to go anyway. You know, it's going to be different this time. They're not going to allow this to happen. They're going to figure out why it, it, it imploded. And there are people out there who want to go. I'm sure of it. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, there's uh, always curiosity seekers, adventures uh, seekers. And, you know, you wonder exactly, um, you know, where, uh, where you should start and where you should end. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's it's the claustrophobic uh, situation of it. Again, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, I tell Joran.com is a great place to go. Um, when, uh, you know, we were talking about the, the claustrophobic uh, aspect of it. I remember going in a closed MRI for the first time ever. And uh, and I'm thinking to myself, when um, uh, when I first went in there, they said, okay, Here's the thing. You're going to be in there for 28 minutes or something like that, and you you got to keep completely still. you got to uh, stay completely still. If you move at all, if you move at all, um, we got to stop and we got to do it all over again. So even if you get to 22 minutes, you know, so they scare the hell out of you by doing that, and you're like, oh, my God. I don't know if you had the same experience, but so I'm in there. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I could, you know, 28 minutes, all right. You know, yeah, at first you're cocky and you think, I could do that on my head. 
And I'm thinking to myself, thank God I'm not claustrophobic. And then as I'm sitting there for a minute, they put on music. And you can't, uh, it, it was too, the, the machine was too loud for me even to hear the music. So I'm kind of hearing the music and I'm, and I'm starting to count. I'm starting to count the songs and figure, okay, each song's about three minutes or four minutes. All right, I'm only in here for nine minutes now or 12 minutes. And then right away I started thinking, well, thank God I'm not claustrophobic. And then I'm saying, wait a second, this sucks. You know, being in this little space, this is terrible being in this little space. So I can understand somebody being claustrophobic. And then as I'm, uh, you know, thinking to myself and talking to myself in my head, I'm I'm saying, um, Maybe I am claustrophobic. Uh, this is, uh, wow, this is terrible. Wow, this is crazy. And I'm thinking in my head, help, get me get me out of this this little thing. You know, I, I, are I you... know. It's, it starts to get terrifying. Then you hear, did you hear the banging? Yeah, and then there's, the, bang, yeah. there's banging. And then uh, and I'm saying, turn up the music. And I'm trying to <laughs> keep my head. Turn up the music, please, please, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I get through it. It, it ends oh, great. and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm dying. You know, like I, I almost said, stop a couple of times. Just stop. This is just too much for me. And I figured, yeah, okay, yeah. then I got to do it again. So I'm just, I'm just sucking it up and I'm doing it. And I was a young man at the time, you know, I was, you know, 25 or 26 or something. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they stop and I realize that the, oh, uh, no, I, I, could I see them? I can't. Oh, oh there was a. Was there like a reflection from some? But the guy was like making time with the woman. I don't mean they were doing anything physically or whatever, uh -huh, but uh -huh. he looked yeah, like he was yeah. flirting with her, and they were flirting with oh each other. So when it stopped, they said, you know, wow, he, you, you did very well. It almost looked like you were enjoying yourself in there. And, uh, and this is as they're pulling me out of there or getting me out of there safely. And, uh, and they said, oh, you know, great job. That was, and I said, are you out of your effing minds? Are you out of your effing minds? The, and I'm cursing, you know, at them. I said, are you kidding? Are you crazy? Are you, how low did you have that music? I'm screaming in there. And you're in there, you know, uh, cavorting or I, whatever I said. And they said, no, no, no. And I said, I'm stuck in the middle. And they said, you were right at the end of it. Like you didn't realize, but you were at the end. And there was like an opening on your other side that you could. I said, what the hell did good did that? I said, are you kidding? You thought I enjoyed that? Are you kidding? I said, the next person who goes in this, uh, make sure you check with them. Can they hear the music? And, and, and you should be there. You should, uh, like, at least. I, I said, are you out of your effing minds, you know? And that's, that was my reaction. So I am claustrophobic, and that's how I found out that I was claustrophobic. I well, they're terrible. They don't, you know, they're just technicians. They're just, you know, they, they, their job is just to, you know, read you your rights and tell you to go in there and, and yeah. They make sure they don't get otherwise. sued. Right, you know. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. No, I'm not. I can't tolerate that. I tried that once for my for my uh, my wrist, and I was, uh, and they had to put me in. And I thought, well, can't you just put me in an open MRI? No, not for a wrist. I couldn't take it for more than not even five minutes. I I couldn't. I was having a panic attack. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't take it. I, I'm thinking of like you know somebody put in like solitary confinement. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm surprised they don't bash their brain, their own brains into, you know, just die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's unbelievable, but it really yeah. is like to be in a closed unit like that with, with other people, who knows what the other people's hygiene is like, or how, how long, a, how long a trip was it supposed to be? The, the submersive, uh, Titan. 
Uh, I think they well they prepared for this uh, over the Father's Day weekend. They 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 arrived on Friday. Uh, then they boarded a ship which, which was working in partnership with that with the company that was going to help um, you know release the submersible. Uh, and then on uh, Sunday uh, at 3 a.m. they boarded this thing and the ship released them. Actually, didn't release them right away. Rather. I don't know if they were in the submersible at 3 a.m., but they they started to, to get to board that early in the morning. They didn't take off until 9 a.m., and then an hour and a half into the uh, into the journey, that's when they imploded. And they well, first they lost contact. The, the ship lost contact because they send back pings uh, radio, you know, on on the radar every so often, and they lost totally lost contact. And that's when the Navy. Now, the Navy. This is interesting that our Navy has secret uh, listening devices on on the uh, you know, at the base of the ocean. They picked up the implosion right away. They didn't tell anyone, I and mean, no one's supposed to know about this because it's it's only used to detect enemy you know enemy um, vessels. And they picked it up right away. I don't. And they didn't. They I think they alerted the Coast Guard, or they, uh, but they didn't release the information to the public. Yeah, amazing. You know, uh, amazing to me that uh, this this whole thing is is just crazy. Well, what yeah. what kind of uh, guidelines will change if anything? By the way, King Charles um, King Charles got involved with this when when this is what I hear anyway. When they were uh, they were trying to to uh, um, you know get them down or figure out not get them down, get them up um, or or try to uh, recover them. And from what I hear, the King of England started uh, uh, paying attention to um, uh, this whole situation, probably because a, a billionaire that he knew was in there, right? Is that what was going on? Oh, well, this, well, this Pakistani businessman was on one of the uh, charity boards of, that, of, from, of which um, the King is highly involved. It's called the, the British Asian um, Charity. Yeah. So, I mean... Um, yeah, that, you know, if you want to, you want to see why people love that ilk get involved. Maybe there was a friendship there or whatever, but usually follow the money, right? Uh, I'm sure he mm -hmm. donates money to the. Well, yeah, I'm sure he's a big donor and he's very influential. And yeah, I mean, look, King Charles counts a lot of famous people. Well, I didn't know this Pakistani businessman. To be honest, I I had never heard of him, but he is a, uh, he's a, he's a, he's got a tremendous business interest. He's a British citizen, by the way. He and his son, and he has business interests in in Pakistan, uh, and and they are um, you know they are top producers. I mean, they, this is a big uh, they have big enterprises, and he's he serves, I guess, on the board of of that charity of that that fund. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, one of the um you know, the, one of the things that I'm always uh, always thinking about is who's out there and what what uh, kind of uh, trouble can we get ourselves into as human beings and uh, beings. And I've, you know, I've been in situations right where I've gotten myself in trouble and and if um, well, you know, or I I got into trouble because I was somewhere that I, uh, I you know, I maybe shouldn't have been in. I, and I'm not letting it stop me. You know, I went to the Ukraine right right after the war. So yes, I um, I traveled across Central America on a bus. I got detained or arrested right by uh, by uh, the Nicaraguans from uh, you know at least for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or seemed like hours, but uh, things like that. And and people you know say what is he crazy or whatever. I'm not going to stop. But uh, there are certain things right when you're 
filling out paperwork and it says uh, could cause death on every other page. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, you know, it, maybe it's something you're really going to look at. And certainly maybe it's something you're going to say. I'm not taking my 19 year old who has his whole life ahead of him um, right. on this. Uh, what does this change? Uh, is this just going to be a passing story? But oh, one thing. And, and let me ask you this. Maybe this is the better question. What have we stopped paying attention to that um, Hunter Biden, right? I mean, that was uh, that was mm-hmm. getting to be a hot topic. Uh, Hunter yes, Biden. Yes. And, and this took that off the, the pages, the front That's pages. That's true. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I think, and I think people weren't paying that much attention to, to Trump, right? I wasn't thinking about Trump yeah. <laughs> during all this. Yeah. So, I mean, what, uh, what else are we not paying attention to because of this? And how long will this last in our, in our, in our media-driven and our self-media and our social media-driven area? Is this a week-long story, three days? I have a feeling by the time some people listen to this, it's going to be an old story. And uh, it should, it will be, because there there are no bodies to recover, not in such a thing. I mean, since the death is instantaneous, and I think the bodies, the tissues are, are you know, we're all we're t- basically tissues and and skin, uh, and the bodies were probably pulverized or 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 melted or vaporized or whatever. Just uh, you know, and the, the implosion is so fast that nobody realizes what's happening. It's 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 it's, it's almost painless. I mean, who wants who wants to go that way? Nobody wants to go on a trip and have to live with that fear. But people who are explorers, like diehard explorers, like you know some of those guys. Um, they 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 take the risk and they they've lived through hell and back you know they they they've been in, in they've been caught in, in in trouble spots and they they're managed to, to calm themselves down and, and deal with the situation that's them that's that's not me um, but um, yeah it took a lot of time away time and attention away from from I guess more pressing matters and uh, including yes the Hunter Biden thing uh, the indictment for Hunter Biden he's not going to go to jail. You know, other celebrities uh, have, have had similar infractions. They didn't. They went to. They served jail time. He's not. Uh, and we, we. I didn't really pay much attention to what Trump was doing. Uh, we have more people filing into the uh, GOP uh, presidential race, uh, and I think it's just another. You know, it's more of the same. You know, it's a vanity relic, you know, race for them. It's, I mean, it's not going to really impact the the direction of, of the. Uh, of of the uh, presidential race at this at this point, it's just more people who are going to just take up you know more space time on more space on the stage, and also more, you know um, oddly enough um, not oddly enough but but sadly, this story and I, I, I it is you know it it's just terrible I mean I nobody wants to see anyone uh, put him him or herself in harm's way, and 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 lose his or her life because of possible. Um, structural problems, but there was a ship in Greece of refugees uh, that subsided. The people, I don't know if all the people lost their lives or some of them did, but I haven't heard much about that. I haven't seen the, the press coverage on that. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Like I said, I've been driving back from uh, from yeah. uh, Springfield, Illinois, and um, on my way back, I um. I talked to a, to a guy, I interviewed a guy named, and I talked to him a lot, uh, named Josh Gates. I don't know if you know who that is. He has a show called Expedition Unknown on mm-hmm. Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. They stream on right. there and Discovery on Wednesdays. I, I think it's like 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Anyway, and he's, he's a good guy. He does, he, he's got an adventurous spirit, 
uh, li- like me, but much different. By the way, he's also got different resources. He has discovery behind him, and, and he's got a budget and everything else. Like, he just went to the Sudan, and uh, and he got out of there. He got out of there. Before, well, he didn't just go, but he did, he shot a show there. And um, he, uh, you know, he got out before the revolution or whatever, you know, the Civil War really broke out or whatever. But, you know, you think about guys like that and um, – he would do it, right? I mean, Josh uh, Gates would do it, and probably, mm-hmm. I I would probably do it too. I mean, I you know I say that I just one thing for sure is I'm not bringing my kid, and I'm I yeah. I, I don't want to you know uh, belabor that point, but I'm not bringing a 19 year old on a on a trip like that with his whole life right, right. with billions of dollars in in that kid's future. Uh, you know what kind of life he was uh, he would have been expected to have, and I know a lot of billionaires' kids and grandchildren have needles in their arms and. And, um, and and they, uh, you know, I have too much too soon. But, boy, uh, that young man, I don't know anything about him, but uh, but he's gone at 19 years yeah. old. And that, to me, is the, the biggest tragedy. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's terrible. It's just terrible. Um, I think I think they need they, they really need to um, redress the, the this whole issue of, of sending any kind of submersible. I think this is this. This one definitely had, uh, it, it definitely had a lot of issues. It raised a lot of issues, safety concerns and whatnot. And and um, yeah, we, you know, the, the internet is crazy with people who made derogatory statements or memes about the the, the loss of billionaires and uh, everything from uh, you know the, the, this is before we found out that there was an implosion uh, that some orcas ate them up and you know. Or, or, you know What's better than one dead billionaire, another dead billionaire? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I know, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's shame. I, listen, I I don't have that feeling. I I've met forty billionaires in my in my life, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want any of them to die. I don't want anybody to die. The the real evil people in the world. I want them, you know. I I won't I won't shed a tear for them. But I don't know that any of these people uh, have that. Uh, in them, so uh, our, our hearts go out to them, right? I mean, it's and yeah. their families and everything else, regardless of what they did, regardless of how spoiled they may have been or whatever. I just I, I feel uh, terrible for the loss of life. And again, I'm the type of guy that that might do something like that. You're the type of you know not this necessarily, but you're the type that would go to the moon. You'd go on a moonshot. I go to the moon. I would. My, my, the first thing I ever wanted to do was go to Egypt. I always wanted to go to Egypt and see the pyramids. I have yet to do that. That I would like to do. I know the political climate isn't great. Things are not great in the Middle East, but that's on my bucket list. But yeah, I, I yeah, I would. I would look into going to the moon. I don't know if they would take me, but you know, it's 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 uh, this is that's the vacation that would trump all others yeah <laughs> and that would pe- and and that would keep everybody quiet the ones who would keep bragging about oh i'm going to europe and i'm going to take the train i'm going to carry my own luggage well i'm going on to the moon <laughs> i got a ticket on elon musk's spacex and i'm going to get a picture with him <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say this right I, have you been to israel no i haven't yet no I- israel no, other places is beautiful the people are the yeah. greatest people in the world it's it's yes. as close to home as you could possibly feel, um, yeah. uh, being away. But I will say this about uh, about Cairo, about seeing the pyramids. Mm-hmm. It's you got to do it. I had it on my list. I did it earlier this year. I think I told you, and um, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm telling you, I did it the, the the second smartest way that you could possibly do it. If and and this is for the folks listening, and and even you, Melissa. Before we go, I, I think it's good advice. Do Cairo 
If you're going to do Cairo, do it in one day, right? Do it as a stopover on your way to Israel. Spend your time in Israel, much safer. And, you know, people always make it sound like it's, you know, you know, real dangerous. And I, I know they live in fear of, of, of whatever, but they're, they're so under control in, in Israel. It's well run, whether mm-hmm. you like BB, you don't like BB. It's a well run country. I mean, it is, it, it mm-hmm. is top notch. They're our best friends. They're our, our sister company. I mean, country or our uh, our brother company. Uh, company uh, country, um, mm-hmm. but Egypt. Uh, go. You, you could you could do it as a stopover. You could see yeah. the the pyramids from Cairo Airport. It's like a half hour drive, I think it is, and uh, mm-hmm. you know go there, see them. Uh, the Sphinx or whatever is uh, is is a walking walking distance from there. Everything is so close you have nine pyramids all close together and there's um you know i think about an hour and a half away or something there's a um th- there's the other what is it luxor and they're the beautiful pyramids or whatever if you're going to see them fly in there but do not do not uh, make a a week-long trip out of egypt especially no. now i it, it, i think the climate is terrible but um if anybody's ever going to go to uh egypt or you're going to go to egypt uh melissa uh strategize with me First, I, I'm yeah. telling you, it's just not worth. It's not worth spending a week of your life in Egypt. No. You can see the pyramids right away and get the hell out of Dodge. Okay. Oh boy, is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. You know, it's not the Wild West, but it's it's not great. It's not a yeah. great, great area. Anyway, Melissa, as always, we thank everyone for listening each and every week. Yes, we do. We do. We really do. We're grateful for everyone, and we want everyone to be safe. You know, there's there's still a lot left to live. You know, life isn't easy, but it uh, life can be can be good too. And and I guess as a rule, you know, try to stay out of um, vehicles that are the size of a minivan that's submerged uh, underwater. And um, <laughs> even if you have the money to do it, and and yeah. so few of us yeah. do, try to stay out of those kind of situations. And if you see on the contract, uh, could cause death, could cause death. Every other no sentence. refunds. No refunds. <laughs> yeah, right. Just stay the hell out of it. Uh, just amazing. And we we uh, thoughts and prayers are with those folks. But uh, forgive us for laughing because it is it, it's it's going to be joked about. It's going to be joked about. And there's no doubt. The late night people are going to joke about it. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, I hope they don't because out of respect to the the lost passengers. The lost crew, because yep. um, the, the, we can't recover their bodies. We probably won't be able to, if they can bring back the the, the you know the the wreckage of this thing. They could understand what went wrong and maybe fix it and prevent it from happening again. Yep, Melissa, thank you, and thank you, everyone. Oh, thank you. And we thank everybody. Yes. And Melissa, I tell com once again is a place to go. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell Joran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.